What's up there, birders? This is Thomas. And Jesse. And here we are. Dial B for Birder, episode number five. Yeah. Yeah. A significant episode for any podcast. Right. Let's see, what are some of your favorite episode fives of other podcasts? Uh, well, let me give you my top five real quick. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Everything's coming up five today on Dial B for Birder. <laughs> Uh, my favorite phone number hey, is... Hey, give me five, Tom. Hey! <laughs> my favorite phone number is 555-5555. Yeah, that's the one Thomas gives to all the girls at the bar. <laughs> yep, not interested, ladies. <laughs> um, all right, well, here we are. We're in uh, Sossel Creek, and we're in so- near the Sossel Creek Trail in Oakland, California. Is this West Oakland still, would you say? No, I think it's... I don't know. I don't think it's West Oakland. Central Oakland? Um, yeah, I don't know. East Oakland? No, I don't know. I don't think we're eat well, well. Well, I think we're definitely in Oakland, that's for sure. That's true. Yeah. It smells like piss, so. Yeah, so we uh, we just kind of walked off. We, we didn't find the proper trail, um, the proper trailhead, so we just kind of walked to the side off to the trail, and we found um, a place where people sleep at night. A homeless encampment of, of, of sorts. There's a little cardboard mattress here. Yeah. And some bags. A crate for sitting. Crate for sitting, yeah. Everything you need and nothing you don't. Right, exactly. Uh, so definitely no birds, but um, we're going to find some birds this morning. We have spotted a cat so far. Oh, we spotted a cat this morning, took a picture of it. It was a white cat, which is good luck. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, what, what kind of birds are we looking for today in old Sussel Creek? I'm hoping to see a hawk. That's yeah. my big hope today. Okay. I like the idea of getting, um, like a clear picture of a bird somewhat close up, which we didn't achieve last episode. Yeah. Maybe we should, well, they said they had some waterfowl down here, Oh, right? okay. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I don't, I didn't see any water when we were looking down, but if we can find the water, that's probably your best chance of photographing a bird. Yeah. Close. At the creek. Yeah. Right. Makes sense. Um, Let's make that the mission. We've all seen a red-tailed hawk before. Everybody's seen a red-tailed hawk. Let's look for a grebe. Yeah. What's a grebe? It's a type of waterfowl. Oh, okay. And uh, it's got sort of uh, punk rock. Mm, okay. I went to, a, uh, to a, a kid's camp not too long ago. I was a volunteer, and more than one kid said their favorite animal was a red-tailed hawk. Damn. How about that? That's a cool pick. Yeah, very specific, right? Yeah. I was like, whoa, really? And most kids would just want to say Falcon, probably. Yeah. Remember when the Power Rangers movie came out and all the kids were Falcon crazy? No. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but I believe you. Yeah, yeah. Certainly a thing. Um, all right. Well, hey, guys, glad you're listening. It's going to be an exciting morning. We're going to see some cool birds. I can already, I can see some birds behind Thomas's shoulder. Oh, no way. Okay. I think I saw a jay up in there. Ooh. All right. Well, we will uh, we'll take pics. We'll check back. But it's going to be an exciting morning. I'm excited to be here. We had a... Oh. So Jesse spent the night at my place. Uh, ate a hearty breakfast together. We had eggs and sausage and toast and coffee. Everything you'd want from a Thomas breakfast. Everything. Except the toast, I was a little disappointed. That yeah. wasn't very on-brand. I, I, I under-toasted it also, which was my fault. Well, you're not used to toasting. <laughs> I was like, what do I do with this? 
I had to look it up on YouTube. I had to look at a tutorial, <laughs> how to toast. And then I, Carb I, Mama 420. <laughs> it's a great video. Yeah. The, the whole toasting community is very strong right now. There is a big fan base for toast online. Is there? Yeah. I believe it. There's a big fan base for everything, it feels. Yeah. You know? Except for us. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're full of energy. We're feeling great. We're ready to do some serious birding. This is... Uh, Dial B for Birder is a serious birding podcast where we do serious bird watching. If you're not, if you're not, if you're some amateur birder, hey, do me a favor, quick favor, turn this podcast off and go read a book about birding because we'd only want the advanced. Yeah, birders go listening. read Birding One Hundred and One. Yeah, go read Birding One Hundred and One. Bitch, published by Jonathan Bird. Okay, and then come back. Go to your basic bird. In on uh, in Berkeley, because you're a basic birder. Wow, shit. Yeah. Anyways, uh, now that we have all the listeners no longer listening, Jesse, <laughs> let me tell you about my sick sexual fantasies. <laughs> well, it's funny how much birds figure, how much bird masks figure into sex parties. Yeah, I guess. I mean, all of, is all of your knowledge about sex parties based on eyes wide shut? Yeah, like everyone else. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't know about you, but I've never been to a sex party. There's a pretty good sex... Have you seen Sorry to Bother You, that movie, the Oakland classic that just came out? Uh, it sounds familiar, but no, I haven't seen it. Anyway, it's dope, and there's a pretty good sex party in there. Yeah. Do you think there's more sex parties in real life or movies? <laughs> good question. <laughs> I really I really am of the belief that they're happening in real life. Like, yeah. I think all those techies are having sex parties. I think, like, billionaires yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Perhaps. Because uh, they're socially awkward but ambitious, you know, and they need something to, you know, they want right. to fuck. I just feel like, I feel like if it's like an open invitation sex party, you're going to get a hundred dudes. No, no, you can never do, never do open, that's sex party 101. Oh, okay. I don't know the rules of the game. <laughs> well, I don't either, but I know that that's one of the rules. Okay. Because I've never been open, I've never been invited. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, anyways... All right, guys, we're going to check back in. We're going to leave this homeless encampment and find some birds. Okay, so we just went down the trail just a little bit, and we heard a ton of birds screeching, but they all stopped. Oh, they all stopped as soon as I hit record. <laughs> They're really good at that. Yeah, they were really screeching their hearts out. You hear it? I don't know if... Hopefully you can pick that up in the background, but... uh there's some serious bird screeching going on. Any thoughts on uh, what kind of birds they could be, Jesse? I think they're a married couple. <laughs> uh, zing. I'm going to guess Jay, because that's my default bird guess. Yeah. Then, like, Jay's kind of screech, right? Yeah, they do sound a little bit like that. Yeah. I have some good Jay sounds from when I went up with... Uh, um, uh, the, was going to be the third co-host of his podcast. Mm. We went to Eugene. He got some, recorded some J sounds, and they sounded kind of like this. Yeah. I'll put them up on the post. All right, cool. Hey, what would you do? All right, let's say you, like, bought a house, right? And then um, it was nice, and you were happy to be moving to this house, and then you realized that you had, like, like a bird family that were posted up in the tree in front of your house that just like screeched brutal like all day long 
And they're not going to be reasonable because they're bird owners, so they're going to be like... Hey. No, 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 no. These are like wild birds. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like you have like, like whatever, um, some scrub jays in the fr- in that live in your front tree that just like starting at 3 a.m. are just like... Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> like what can you do about that? I think I could... De- if I knew it was birds and not someone who was just letting their birds screech, I feel like I could ignore it enough to yeah. deal with it. I don't know, man. <laughs> it- have you, you ever seen I... Well, there's this PBS documentary about chickens. I bet you haven't seen it. Yeah, well, it's called yeah, like, good guess. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this couple moves in next to this, like, this, like, family who has a bunch of chickens. And they're like, we thought it'd be nice hearing the rooster call in the morning. But roosters don't just crow in the morning, we learned. <laughs> throughout the background of this interview, you can just hear constant, like, ah, 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 ah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy how many things it's like... It's like you move into something and you're like, oh my God, this is terrible. And you just like have to live with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Thousands of people stuck with, I mean, yeah. Just like weird situations where like, oh, I guess this is my reality, you know? I lived under the BART for a minute and it's kind of amazing how uh, quickly you get used to it. When you were at like Fruitvale? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of conditions that people just have to adapt to. Think of all the people that live like near the highway or yeah like near public transportation they or wind turbines that's a hot issue in the bird community winter what wind turbines oh wind turbines yeah 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 so um but like people have to live somewhere you know and people have to and people need uh highways and shit you know anyways it's not that interesting of a thought but <laughs> it's interesting to me well it's an interesting issue you know is noise pollution real yeah I guess so. My, I, rem- I remember when I visited my grandma, she was saying how she, like, doesn't press the lock on her car a second time. That, that gives off the beep, the horn beep. She just presses it once because she, she, does want, she doesn't want to contribute to noise pollution wow. by making her car go beep. Yeah, I was like, whoa, that's an interesting thought. Very thoughtful, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Anyways, Such a small contribution, but right, she's doing her part. That's what makes it meaningful. That's right. Um, all right. Well, anyways, it's like this story. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Jesse's really good at like sensing when I want to end and uh, continuing on. Yeah, yeah, it's his true uh, talent. Yes. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 All right. So here we are. We've made it to the bottom of Sausal Creek, and we're looking at, I would say, a sad stream of water you can walk to the other side without getting wet very easily yeah it's not moving it's still water which is going to attract mosquitoes which is going to increase our likelihood of malaria (laughs) um so that's the type of risk we're taking for you guys out here today there is kind of a nice canopy the canopy of trees arching over it looks pretty nice yeah this is a more dangly ivy right like a big wet mop yeah, it definitely feels like very, we're very like secluded, t- like tucked away, you know. As a uh, successful businessman working in si- skyscrapers every day wearing a suit, sometimes it's nice to get away, you know, <laughs> really reflect and uh, kind of reconnect with nature and recharge my batteries. When someone t- talks to me about recharging their batteries, I'm like, oh, yeah, tell me more. <laughs> Got to recharge those batteries. Yeah. You're very well-rounded in that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love a good battery talk. <laughs> Do uh, you recharge your batteries by doing, like, adrenaline stuff? 
yeah. stuff that spikes your adrenaline. Right, like cocaine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it's like kiteboarding in powder form. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I would say we've seen zero birds so far. <laughs> we've heard a lot of them. We can hear them. We can hear them. They're it's teasing us. Thick here. I saw that one over your shoulder at the beginning. Yeah, what was it? I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we are. We're walking along the creek where I guess there'd normally be water. But there's not. We're just walking on rocks. Yeah, this isn't even actually a creek at all anymore. It's a creek bed. You're too far away, Jesse. We can't hear you. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're walking on the creek bed. Reading in a creek bed. Yeah. This yeah. creek is now wet in the bed. Right. What? <laughs> it's a dry creek bed. Uh, but that's kind of cool. We're definitely, like, at a point where I'm not sure that we could quickly get back to civilization, you know? Like, if you broke your leg and you were like, Thomas, go get help. I'd no, be, you'd carry me. What? You could carry me. Uh, all right, fine. I'd be one of those guys who'd yell at you if you're going to get help. I, like, wouldn't believe you. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I'd go get help, but it would take me, like, th three hours. <laughs> you know? Like, you really I'm, think it would take three hours? Yeah. You got down here in, like, one hour. But I don't know how to get back. You know, oh, really? <laughs> you know? Like, we're definitely just, like, we're, we're just surrounded by greenery, and I don't see any, like, roads or anything, you know? And we're at the bottom of a creek. So I don't know how we'd get back up easily. There's people around. Are um, there? Help! <laughs> <laughs> see? No one. Your cries are unanswered. Yeah. Yeah. I could see dying here. We were talking about this yesterday. Jesse was saying how when he's, like, 50, he's going to plan to get in really good shape. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I was telling him, like, no. No, your body, after 50 years of not doing that, you can't all of a sudden be like, all right, we're going to do this. Your body's like, no, fuck you. It's the same with, like, your wiring. You can't all of a sudden change who you are when you're, like, 40. All right. I'll just get in shape right now. All right. Do it. That's what I was trying to get at, Jesse. I will. Let's see some burpees. This is now an exercise podcast. <laughs> Where we breathe heavily. Yeah, we breathe heavily. Yeah, yeah. We're lifting weights during the podcast. What exercise? I'll do an exercise right now. Okay, do uh, five jumping jacks. All right. Jesse's doing jumping jacks. I would say his form is is okay. But he's got like a very serious face on. Like he's he has really good form, you know? <laughs> like he, he like He's taking himself seriously as he does those jumping jacks, which is kind of... I tried to do them good. ...the most important part of exercising. It's exercise like, is like being a dad, you know? It's about giving a shit. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a really ugly exercise face. Like, I, I like, ugh, like, contort my face, and I'm like... Are you doing it right now? <laughs> <coughs> hey, uh, that's rude. Um, but, yeah, I, I look very strained in the face, and I'm sure I have, like more wrinkles in my face because of weightlifting more than anything else, you know, just from going like, <laughs> you know, that's the face that I mean, that's the face that they have in those weightlifting competitions. Yeah. Okay, good. That's supposed to be your face. Yeah. So last night 
we watched uh, Mr. Olympia, the top <laughs> bodybuilding competition. Thomas's Super Bowl. Thomas's Super Bowl. And uh, first of all, I <laughs> Thomas made protein nachos for everybody. <laughs> We all have. I, I gave out party gifts, which were dumbbells, <laughs> and we were just doing. I couldn't take mine home because it was too heavy. <laughs> we were doing bicep curls while we watched. Um, would, I think you got to get one of those like gripper things that like oh, make yeah, your yeah, hands strong. Yeah. You like squeeze. You squeeze. The yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely forearm strength is important, so you can um, do like weird Trump moves when you shake people's hands. You yeah, know? yeah, I hate that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the new power move is we can shake. Like I've gotten that a lot recently. How is like, that a power some move? Too cool for school guy. It's like. Oh yeah. And like, I'm like, oh, you don't give a shit about meeting me. Right. It's a power move in that way. Oh dang. Yeah. Oh, that's tricky. I hate that. What what I've had people do to me before, this particular gentleman who used to shake my hand, will go unnamed. But he would grab the. Put your hand out, Jesse. He would grab the front, like the first, oh. the first half of my hand like 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 i want our like thumb webs to touch right in a real handshake that's like for this like when you're meeting a princess right you're gonna like kiss her finger right so they would grab like the front half of my knuckles and just kind of like squeeze down on them and i was like always in a position of weakness you know because like what are are my my front knuckles gonna do you know so i'd get this like weird knuckle death grip from this guy every time (laughs) and like and like i would i would would anticipate it i'd know it was coming i was like Ooh, I'm gonna come in hard and try and get our thumb webs to touch. But he'd like he'd tighten up every time at the right point and give me that knuckle squeeze. I'm like, ah, fuck you. <laughs> Anyways. There's so many douchey ways to shake someone's hand. Yeah. And then yeah. when someone does a douchey one to you, it's like you start doing it a little bit too to like combat whatever it is. You right. Weaker, stronger. You have to react, yeah. But I took this advice from your roommate that I've okay. been doing recently where he said, go for a real scissor right in the webbing. Yeah, scissor like, right in the webbing? deep into there. Did like, he tell you to do that? Yeah. That's smart. I like it. I've been trying it. That's a good tip. Yeah. And then it doesn't matter. It's like doing a hard handshake, but you don't have to go so hard. You know? Right. Like, Just get in, get into that scissoring position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, move your thumb around so, like, you create some friction with the thumb web. <laughs> it's, like, really, ugh. Yeah. And I, I hate eye contact. Oh, like meaningful too. eye contact. Yeah, yeah. And they get close. For the listeners at home, Jesse and I are shaking hands and making eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. probably think we're having a business meeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Out on this uh, dry creek. <laughs> Birding yeah. is the new golf. <laughs> oh, what do, what do you think about this move? Okay. If you were to, like, meet a guy like, oh, hey, how's it going, Jim? I'm Thomas. And then you shake the person's hand. And then you just kiss their hand. Ooh, <laughs> that's a real power move. And then they're just like, what the fuck? And, and you don't acknowledge that you just kissed their hand. You know, you're like, oh, nice to meet you, Jim. Kiss their hand and, like, give them their hand back. And they're just like, what the fuck was that? And you're like, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. Do people, have people ever done to you at work, like, the French, like, kiss on either side of the face? No, no. Has that happened to you ever? With European people. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I work with some European people, but I think they know. They know what's up. It took me a long time to realize, like, you're not supposed to actually kiss them. Like, right. You're doing, just, like, You're side touching kiss. cheeks. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. Can you hear that on either side of the speakers? <laughs> Left speaker, right speaker. <laughs> Put your face up, and it's like being virtually kissed on the cheek by me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get your two speakers, put them on either side of your cheek, and listen to Jesse auditorily kiss your cheeks. <laughs> I'm getting very good. I was telling I was telling uh, people yesterday at uh, the barbecue we had. There's this guy in in our lab who used to work in our lab, right? And uh, 
he moved to some other lab, you know, and he'll still come by like once a week to like borrow some supplies <laughs> or like to get something or like ask somebody a question or something. So he stops by like every week. But when he stops by, it's like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> like, that's a great way to overstay your welcome. Yeah. And it's like, dude, we saw you last Tuesday. Like, and he's acting like he hasn't been back in like six months, you know? It's like, oh, I've returned, everyone. It's me. <laughs> and it seems like he's trying to make it seem like he's had epic travel since then, but obviously. It's like, dude, we saw you five days ago. Like, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> but it's like every time it's like very much like a like a like a grand gesture like grand entrance from him. He's like, Hello <laughs> And we're like, What's up, man? <laughs> like we weren't ever that good of friends with you. <laughs> like your presence does not excite us. Um, all right, well real quick bird update. No birds. There's a guy singing behind us, so we're gonna stop recording. But hopefully we'll find a bird soon. So here we are, we uh, walked along the creek a little more and it's now, there's water <laughs> on this creek. And we're right next to, it's like a slab of concrete with water dripping down. I hope you're near a bathroom listener. <laughs> yeah, do you think there's anything to that whole like, oh, if you like, see running water or hear running water it makes you want to pee i don't i don't know if that applies to me it works for me with uh hearing it yeah but so like if people talk about it that doesn't bother me i can look yeah. at it but yeah that dribbling sound definitely gets me going really it does nothing for me sometimes i'll be like peeing in like a thing of urinals and i'll be like having trouble and then the guy next to me lets out a nice long stream and then i can you know really that's weird I would keep that fact to yourself, Jesse. You said expose more of yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not ashamed of my shy bladder. I mean, yeah. I am a little bit, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not covering it up. I remember, like, when I was a kid, I would, like, go in the stalls to pee. And then I don't know what flipped, but at a certain point, I was like, urinals are okay. Oh, urinals are... That's one of the best advantages to being a man is urinals. Yeah. Can you explain this to me? When I see people using a urinal, a guy will use a urinal, he'll walk up to it, and he'll undo... His belt? I don't understand why you have to undo your belt. Don't you just zip down your zipper? And well, he's going over the top, probably, if he's undoing his belt. But why? Why don't you just undo your zipper and pull your dick out? I go over the top, actually. Really? This came up, I think this was like a Twitter discussion. Really? Yeah. I, it's, it always boggles my mind when I see some guy, like, walk up to a urinal and he's, like, undoing his belt. I'm like, why are you doing that? That seems like a waste of your time and energy. No, you just, it's easier. You just do one undo... Over the top. All right, Jesse, back. pull out your dick to pee, and I'm going to watch you do No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Stop, stop, stop. Well, I have, a, I have button button fly, too. So oh, it's okay. Uh, it's way easier to go over the top. So maybe these are people with button flies. Yeah. And why do button flies exist? I have no idea. It seems terribly inconvenient. It's all about zippers, right? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, but these pants are just like... Such good pants, otherwise. I've yeah, what are those? Some uh, some Wrangler jeans? No, these are some obscure brand. I got them on eBay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the back of your butt. I'm gonna look at your brand. Uh, it says made in USA, and there's a feather. That's all I see. I see a feather, and it says made in USA. Well, they're good jeans. All right, you got eBay and jeans? Like, yeah, they were like thirty-five bucks or something. Yeah. That's so weird that you bought thirty-five dollar jeans on eBay. Is it? 
I don't know. I guess. Well, I have a hard time finding jeans. This is a rant I go on every single day. It feels uh, like, but jeans. I'm a 29 length, which is extremely hard to find in stores. Oh, really? Yeah. I seem short, but you're not that short. So, I have my legs are short compared to my body. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and hey. I don't have like a butt to keep it up, you know. So oh, I need the yeah. pants to be pretty close, or else there's going to be a lot of buildup at the bottom. Just get yourself a butt, Jesse. I'm working on it. Do some squats. I'll do some squats. All right, Jesse's going to do more five squats, five okay. squats, and I'm going to analyze his form. You know, not bad, but not good. Yeah. You know what he's doing correctly? He's bending at the hips, which is good. The worst is, uh, yeah, we'll work on it. We're working on it. It's all about... Not far back enough? Uh, yeah, you're not quite hitting parallel. Like, your knees aren't bending enough. But it's because uh. you have tight hamstrings. Yeah, okay. I can tell. Most guys have tight hamstrings, you know? Hey, listeners at home, do us a favor and stretch out your hamstrings right now. Your hamstrings are too tight, and all that sitting has made your hamstrings tight. Well, I've told you about that, but that's one of my pet peeves on podcasts when you're just sitting on the bus and you're like, yeah, these guys are on the treadmill, and so they always assume you're working out. <laughs> and I never am. Yeah. I guess. Is that true? Podcast listeners assume you're working out? Podcast hosts assume you, the listeners are working out. I don't know about but you. But I don't like listening. I don't I don't want to listen to a podcast while working out. Yeah. If I'm doing anything mildly strenuous, I don't want to hear, like, comedians complaining about life on the road. You know? Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing for me is the audience could be laughing their brains out, but if there's one guy who's not, that's the guy I'm focused on. Is that what I want to hear while I'm jogging? No. Do you still have your classic mixed barrier refs to get swole to? Uh, no. Is that long barrier? No, long gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that I made a mix for wraps to get swole to. It was dope. That was one of my favorite 100 grand on my wrist posts. Thanks, man. Um, Even though I never used it to work out. <laughs> <laughs> you were inspired. You, you, it gave you thoughts about working out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the uh, Mr. Olympia with the sound off. <laughs> yeah, oh, getting back to Mr. Olympia, I appreciate you guys all watching it with me. And uh, I'm, I always enjoy watching bodybuilding around people who have not been exposed to it because it, it always goes one of two ways, right? The person is either like, this is disgusting, I don't like this, gross. Or it's the other way where they're like, oh, this is weird. I'm interested by it, you know? <laughs> It's one, it's one of those two things, you know? I expected them to look grosser, actually. <laughs> and the women did look gross, I would say. Yeah, well, no, you wa so you watch the bikini competition, which is, like, women that are the least muscular and still competing in a fitness competition. So you don't want to see the, the next level of that because that would probably be too much muscle for you. It was mainly, like, their faces were weird. Yeah, they, it, it, the bikini division is interesting... Because it's like all the women have a tan on, and they're all different races, but they all have the same skin tone. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's like kind of hard to, with all the tanning, it's hard to like uh, differentiate what their race is. Like, we were watching, and then uh, it's like, oh, that girl's Asian. I was like, what? She is? <laughs> they all look like Guido girls. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that girl's like, you're like, oh, that girl's black? Oh, yeah, I guess she's black. Like, whoa. <laughs> It's like they're all the same skin tone. Yeah. And they all live in Miami. They all look the same. And uh, I think they all got like cheek injections too or something because they all had like that frozen smile. Like, yeah. Ah. Well, they all had like a, their faces were a little bit sunken in. 
like, and share. So, <clears throat> yeah, and but it's because they were that lean that they had lost like the fat in their face, you know. Uh, okay, so their cheekbones are actually stick. Like their cheeks are their cheekbones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have like sunken in cheeks a little bit because they're super lean. And they have a pound of makeup on, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's Thomas's ideal woman. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just minimal effort. But, I mean, come on. Have a six-pack of abs and a pound of makeup and a glittery bikini, you know? <laughs> I'm a simple man. Yeah. I love those 80s-style bikinis, too, with the nice long, you know. The long, um, the thing that goes it's up. like a big V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good look. Um, all right, well, bird update, no birds, but listen, we're going to see some fucking birds real soon. I can feel it. It's 11.04 a.m., perfect time to see birds. <laughs> <laughs> we woke up at, I woke up at like 7, 7.35, 7.40 this morning, and uh, we were out on the road by like 8.30-ish, 8.45. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of a late start, but listen, we're out late partying, like a, like a couple of bros, you know? We're leading a double life. A yeah. triple life, too, because we're podcasters also. <coughs> so what are our three lives? Podcasters, birders, and just, you know... Party dudes. Yeah, great Gatsby types. Mm, yeah. True. All right. Thomas is only getting six hours of sleep a night. It's true, but six is good. Arnold Schwarzenegger once said that all you need is six hours of sleep a night. And no way. Yeah, that's what he said. When he when he was a c- competing bodybuilder, he wrote some book about healthy lifestyle. And he was like, six hours is all you really need. And I was like, all right, sounds good to me. <laughs> is Arnold Schwarzenegger like a, would you say he's a hero of yours? Uh, no, I don't think he's a hero of mine. Uh, but he's, uh, I think he's done a lot of, he's accomplished a lot. And, um... You know, greatest action star of all time. Um, no, that obviously goes to um, Jackie Chan, um, Steven Seagal. <laughs> no, <laughs> Steven Seagal doesn't fucking hold a candle to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, no, I don't have a strong opinion about the best action star. Yeah. Jackie Chan is against weed. I know that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like Thomas in that way. <laughs> um, all right, well, we'll we're going to continue on and find some birds. Okay, so here we are. We're, uh, we're walking up the creek, and we came to a, a tunnel of some sorts as we're still walking. What is it, Jesse? It's just like a, a little tunnel. It's got graffiti all around it. It's got some quality graffiti, I gotta say. It does. They've incorporated the landscape. Yeah. And we're gonna go into that tunnel. It looks a little bit spooky. It feels like a rite of passage thing, like sort of that local yeah. kids you'd have to like would have to walk to the end of the tunnel. Right. To prove that they're ready to be thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this does feel a little bit like a walk to remember. <laughs> It does feel like we're like... A walk, to, that's not what a, a walk to remember is just Mandy Moore dying oh, of cancer. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking of... Um, what's that one with the, the Stephen King one? Stand By Me. Stand By Me. I don't know why I said a walk to remember. Sorry. It yeah. means you must have seen a walk to remember, though, which is funny. I don't know why that came in my head. Uh, I've but, seen it, too. Yeah? Okay. I don't think I have. Uh, but, yeah, this feels like Stand By Me. But instead of uh, adorable 13-year-old kids, it's just 
Jesse and I. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. I hope I don't slowly disappear as we're walking home. Yeah. I don't remember the movies. So. Jesse died in World War Three. Oh, alright. Going to the cave. You don't remember that? That was the part that everyone, like, parodied. It's like when you're three steps ahead and talking away from the mic. I don't know what you're expecting. <laughs> Jesse. Well, I forget sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So we're in the cave. Let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. There's graffiti on both sides. There's an earthquake zone and a tweaker area. Nice. Cool. Got a flashlight on now. No, no lights. No, come on, man. It has to be spooky. It's spooky with the flashlight. Yeah. Well, I think I can see the other end. Yeah? Or is that just light glinting on the skeleton's gold, too? <laughs> I don't think they're hearing your great jokes. Funny, <laughs> this echo isn't helping. Uh, okay. How what? do I just say stuff and then you repeat it? Yeah. Definitely the, um... I walk backwards. Yeah. Definitely the, uh... Don't walk backwards. It's dangerous. Uh, definitely the, um... The flashlight has helped us see how many mosquitoes there are, I would say. Do you think there's any birds down here, or no? I, I bet you there's been birds in here. Yeah. It's probably hard to fly. You think a bird has been in here before? Do you think a bird has flown through here without landing? Ooh, I'm gonna go with no. It'd be like, you remember Mission Impossible 1, where? No. <laughs> That's nope. my favorite reoccurring segment for the podcast. <laughs> Remember in Mission Impossible 2? <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, okay. You see the other side. You seen a fucking Walk to Remember. I, I, no don't, I don't think I have seen a Walk to Remember. I don't know why I said that. Um, okay, we're, we're coming out on the other end. This is cool. This is, this is guys, this is real birding. At the end of the day. This is what real, real birders do. God damn it. Got my socks wet, guys. Uh, this sucks. All right. Yeah. Jesse, we made it out. Maybe uh, talking to the mic now. <laughs> well, I was just so excited to be around the light again. Yeah. Around the day, people. Right. So that was cool. We walked through a uh, tunnel and it had no light. It got me excited for Halloween. Yeah. All right. Did your socks get wet going through there? No. God damn it. All right, just me. Uh, bird update. <laughs> All right, so here we are. We've hiked away from the tunnel a little bit and we're still along the creek. It's cool how parts of the creek have been no water and other parts have been water. Yeah, so it is continuing somehow. Yeah. Leaching through the ground or... It's like parts are still water, parts are like water moving, and parts are no water. <laughs> Three parts. Is that a freestyle poem there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we just encountered a single uh, child's croc shoe. So 
I feel like this is less us birding and more us trying to find a dead body. The more and more <laughs> us walking through that tunnel, you know, us like going off trail. We're definitely not looking for birds. Let's be honest with ourselves. We're adventuring. Yeah. Maybe we should call it an adventure podcast, but yeah. I'm not changing the title. Yeah. No, it's a dope title. You can't change the title. Oh, where'd I fucking put that? Oh, you got the birding book. Yeah. <laughs> it's been under my arm this whole time. Hey, what about this? Is this something? Yeah. Maybe in uh, instead of birders, since we found this croc here, we could be croc of child hunters. Croc of child hunters. <laughs> How's that? It's too bad we're not croc of child hunters. Instead of croc of... Okay. <sighs> All right. Well, anyways, it's very peaceful where we are. We can definitely hear birds. Lots of trees. Dense forestry. Where's my birds? No birds. Where's my birds? They're adding to the tranquility of the scene with their melodic voices. A lot of screeching, I would say. (laughs) Not too much melodicism. Yeah. These birds are pissed. Yeah, what are they so upset about, you know? Well, maybe mating scene's over and they didn't find a mate. Ah, isn't that the worst? Finally, something I can relate to. (laughs) They're probably starting to listen to a lot of conservative talk radio. (laughs) Really getting interested in uh, the alt-right and the, um, what's the uh, incel? You hear that? Incel community? Yeah. Yeah, and that is, um, like... Involuntarily celibate. Involuntarily celibate, yeah, 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 yeah. I would say, I would say this, guys. Here's my life pro It sounds like you're being voluntarily celibate if you're admitting that you're yeah, involuntarily yeah, yeah, celibate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, try and line yourself up with the community you want to be a part of, you know? <laughs> like... I met a lot of other really cool guys who aren't having sex. <laughs> like, like, if I was really poor, I wouldn't, like, want to join a poor person community. Right. I'd, like, want to, like learn tips and tricks about like things I can do to like earn more money how can I improve my career you know not like really dig in on like where I'm at you know at least hang out with some voluntarily celibate people (laughs) like monks and tennis players yeah and um strong Christians (laughs) yeah yeah, so that's that's my tip, guys. If you're if you're um, celibate but don't want to be, like, don't and you are because you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> don't dig in on that community. Just like uh, be like, maybe I should um, take up a hobby and um, work on getting a better job and go to the gym. That's your solution. To everything. What are your hobbies? Uh, going to the gym. <laughs> yeah, okay. Birding. Yeah, birding. That's pretty questionable. I right like now. cooking. You know, like eating at restaurants, hiking. Eating at restaurants is not a hobby. Okay. And neither right. is hiking. You're right. You're right. Long walks on the beach. That's hiking. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it's like everyone sort of has the same hobbies. <laughs> you know? Yeah. How many hobbies is too many hobbies for an online dating profile? Four. Like, what if you just write tennis! <laughs> exclamation point. <laughs> and like, this guy takes his one hobby very seriously. Yeah. I think there are, like, certain things, like, like people um, that get really into, like, CrossFit and, like, all their friends are, like, friends they make at the CrossFit gym. And it's, like, I've been to some, like, CrossFit things. Like, I got invited to, like, an outdoor workout with a CrossFit gym. 
and uh, everyone was like telling me about how great CrossFit is and how it changed their life or whatever, and it felt a little cultish, you know. But I feel like they acknowledged that and were like, "Oh, haha, just kidding! Like, it's, we're not a cult, but like, really, it'll change your life." It's a fine line between a cult and a hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe a cult is just for sex party hobbyists, you know? <laughs> Always back to the sex party. <laughs> I'm trying to make that a hobby. Yeah. That'd be a cool hobby if that was your hobby. Um, but, yeah. But it takes over your life, you know? Well, yeah. I think CrossFit and sex parties are, like, the two types of hobbies where it's all-encompassing. You got to be all in on it. Yeah. I think I'm maybe going to have two hobbies. Yeah. Sex party and CrossFit? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, if, if, if you're a guy who has the sex parties, you have to get, like, shag carpet. You have to, um, like, have a lot of buttons unbuttoned on your button-up shirt, you know? There's certain things you have to do. You have to have a remote house with a long driveway. A remote house? Yeah. Not like an a-, a remote activated house. Oh, okay. You know, like countryside. Right, far away. So Upstate New York or Central California. So your neighbors don't complain about your sex parties. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Got it. You got to put like... And so you can, you know, if some guy finds out and you find a snitch, you can off them without much of a problem. Really? So to be, have a, to be into sex parties, you have to be willing to kill a man. Yeah, well, I'm Is going it? off Eyes Wide Shut again. <laughs> Wait, so they killed a guy because... By the way, I haven't seen this movie. Some girl, like, warns Tom Cruise, and then the girl winds up dying of an overdose later. What is they, she like, warning him about? Um, that, I, don't, I don't know the premise of this movie. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, don't worry about it. You don't have to explain it to me. You should see it. Yeah. It makes you think about sex parties a lot. Nicole Kid- and that was Stan Co- Stanley Kubrick died shortly after the right. completion of that movie because the Illuminati was pissed about him telling everyone about the sex parties. I really hope you don't believe that. Uh, <laughs> I'm half in. Yeah. I would say Nicole Kidman is one of the actresses I never un- understood in terms of being attractive. Me neither. Yeah. But she's hot in that movie, actually. I feel like you do understand it then. I didn't until that movie. Yeah. There are, like, certain actresses that you don't find attractive, but then you see them in that one movie that everyone liked, and you're like, oh, I get it now. It all clicks, you know. Like, you got another example on deck? Scarlett Johansson in Lost in Translation. Yeah, okay. Even though I found her attractive in other movies, you know? Anyways. Was she famous before that? No, I think that was, like, her breakout role. Did you see her nudes? Uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't realize what a nice butt she had. (laughs) I say, hey, is that in Lost in Translation? Keep up the great work. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she's nude. I think she's nude in some of her movies. I feel weird talking about this, Jesse. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, everyone get a hobby. All right, so here we are, guys. It's 11.40 a.m. We're sitting on a couple of eggs here. Yeah, we did some hiking around. Speaking of golf balls, we just came across five random golf balls. And we're really, like... No, oh, these are eggs, dude. Look, there's little wings on them. <laughs> these are Titleist One golf balls. There's a group of three and then a group of two. Why the fuck are there golf balls here? Guys, I'm going to take a picture. We're really in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, like, people couldn't have hit them off. I don't think anyone hit them off the ledge. It makes no sense. Like, how did these golf balls get here? It doesn't add up. 
Anyways, um, I guess like, I don't know, fuck off, I guess, is what I wanted to say. Yeah, that's been a recurring theme. That yeah. That's been good. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we're, I've been feeling like a detective all day. Right. With all these little discoveries and, uh, and going through tunnels and digging under bushes and yeah. thinking about dead bodies. Yeah. Jesse, uh. Oh, look, there's a net right, there's probably a driving range right here. Oh, shit, really? We're near a driving range. That's some pretty good detective work. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, interesting fact. Um, off off mic, Jesse's been uh, repeating the phrase, what does it all mean? <laughs> over and over again as we've been hiking. So that makes sense. Oh, dang. So we're like... I've been stroking my chin a lot. He's been doing a lot of str- uh, chin stroking. So we're like not too far from some type of golf range and some fucking um, some power hitter over here. Yeah, he really chipped it high. Yeah, that's a that's like, dude, and he had to like go over these. There's like trees he had to go over, like over the netting, over the trees. That's badass. To land and look, look, there's like three and then two. Like, how did did he hit like multiple balls in the same spot? My mind is boggled right now. Or did he hit them up further there and they rolled downhill? Yeah, and they all just kind of like settled here. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You know, it'd be sick is if I was like Thomas, look out. Oh, and you just <laughs> yanked one from right above your head. Four! Yeah, that'd be dope. Um, I've been doing, the other day, I chopped up a little baby tomato and sliced it perfectly in half with a knife out of the air. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I was drunk, too. You must have a sharp knife. Yeah. That's good, man. I like it. it was, we were testing knife sharpness. That's how we got started. Hey, can you do me a favor? Next time you're drunk, don't test knife things. <laughs> that worries me, Jesse. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I think it gave me the confidence I needed to really tap in and be in the moment as that tomato was up in the air. I don't need you to have knife confidence when you're drunk. That's not something, <laughs> it's not something I, I think you've been lacking. An old practical Thomas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great idea. You should be a commentator on I Love the 80s or something. Uh, yeah, great. <laughs> right. Yeah, good idea. Uh, try running from the cops in the middle of a friggin'... I'll do my best Dennis Miller impression. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, real great, great job, guys. Yeah, that's my. That's one of my biggest pet peeves is that everyone's stupid except me, comedian. <laughs> I.e. the Dennis Miller. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's these vegans. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, that's good. All right. Well, anyways, I'm gonna take pictures of these uh, golf balls, and I think we hit we hit the end of the trail essentially. Like we can't go forward anymore. Uh, it's time to settle. Yeah. We definitely went off trail real hard as much as we could to one end. And uh, I think we'll get lost finding the car probably. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. It's 11.43. If we're at the car by 12.43, it's a success. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a good postscript. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, we're heading back. All right, guys. Here we are. 12.32. PM. We just saw our first bird as we're walking along. Number two for me, number one for you. All right. All right. No need to brag, Jesse. Uh, but we saw some sort of, I would say it's like a scrub jay. Another suspected jay. Yeah. It screeched at us. It's making that noise. Yeah. And there was a little bit of blue. Is that what, yeah. is that what you're going off? Yeah. I, yeah. See, I see blue. I think jay. Yeah. And uh, we're right next to the tree it's perched up in, but it's kind of a dense tree, a lot of greenery, so can't really see it, but it's definitely there. Yeah, up there in the 
couple of arguing blue jays. Yeah. And, uh, Which is funny because I once got a blue jay under this tree. Yeah. Huh? I don't know. That's a stretch. Uh, well, let me tell you something, guys. As a uh, seasoned birder, sometimes you got to put in a lot of effort in order to see a bird, you know. But at the end of the day, when you see that bird, it's all worth it. Well, that's why they say birding instead of bird watching, if you'll remember from episode one or something. Uh -huh. It's like they decided to not call it bird watching because there's other ways to experience the birds. Right. Really? Gotcha. Like you could be a blind birder, you know? Oh, look, there's a bird. Oh. You hear the birds. Yeah. Smell the birds. Right. You don't want to discriminate against blind people. Yeah. yeah like, it's like bird hunting almost. See, that's the thing. Like, I've, ter I've told people before, like, oh, I went birding with my friend this weekend. I leave out the podcast part because I, I, I want them to be my friend. That's a good idea. Uh, this is why neither of us like saying that we have a podcast, <laughs> which is hurting our popularity. And uh, so anyways, uh, I say, like, I went birding. And, and sometimes I get the, oh, my God, really? And I'm like, what? And they think I, like, went bird killing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should just let them believe it. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think bird hunting is a cool activity? Quail uh, hunting or like? Uh, I don't really think hunting is that dope. Yeah, me neither. I understand that it's like, well, you got to do it because of the overpopulation. It's like, all right, fine. Like we get it, Joe Rogan. <laughs> like, feel free to go do it. I'm not. I don't think it should be like outlawed or anything. But it's like, I do not think I would enjoy killing an animal that I don't have to kill. Yeah, out yeah. of the sky, just shooting yeah. a duck out of the Pow! sky. Pow! Oh, look at it, it's killed that fucking bird. <laughs> All right. It's hard enough just getting visual contact. Yeah. If you actually had to shoot it, we could be out here for months. We might die on this trail. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, well, anyways, uh, we're still heading back to the car. Can't say you didn't learn anything about birds, listener. <laughs> hey, so there's still time for uh, some more birds to pop up, so we'll see. Okay, everyone, here we are. We made it to Jesse's car, and listen, we've been talking about the whole walk over, but we are very impressed with ourselves for finding our way back to Jesse's car because we were really, like, deep in the forest, bottom of the creek, no signs of any streets or anything like that. Google was not helping much. Google was not helping much. We just started walking. Like, I hope this works, and then, like, in no time, we found our way back to the car. We didn't even start snapping on each other. Minimal snappage. And I already told Jesse this, but last time we hung out, we went out to a bar to meet up with my roommate, and we parked, like, two blocks away, this place in San Francisco, and then it took us, like, 40 minutes to find our car. We were, like, completely lost. And, uh... And I got a ticket. And Jesse got a parking ticket. So, like, uh... I used, I took some of our podcast money to pay for that. Oh, okay, some of the podcast revenue? Yeah. All right. I've been carrying on a side Patreon. It's doing very well. <laughs> what the fuck? I haven't seen a dime. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, what did we learn today, Jesse? <coughs> um, I don't know. We learned that maybe birding in Oakland is, uh, difficult. Maybe you just gotta wake up early and really get out there. Well, this is like episode one. This is a real flashback to episode one. Uh -huh. The one before you were there even, when you uh, went to the Oakland Hills. 
and we just like walked around and it was like this. There was like running into a couple people with their dogs. You would hear the birds, but not see any of them. Yeah. So the Oakland birds can be a, a, a quite, um, what's the term I'm looking for? Hard to find. What's the term? Elusive? Elusive creature. But listen, that's only motivated me harder to find birds here in Oakland. <laughs> oh, you think there's still hope? You want to try next episode, Oakland again? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I know we could go to Lake Merritt. Yeah, we could do pedal boats on Lake Merritt. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun. That feels too easy, though. Berkeley Marina would be kind of fun. I like the idea of recording an episode on a boat. Yeah, I like that, too. That sounds great. But this is getting too meta, anyway. Right. And that we're eventually going to go to the Fairlawns to see the Puffins. Mmm. The Fairlawns? Yeah. I like Puffins. Puffins are cool. Very recognizable. Very... Great cereal. Beautiful. Great publishing company. Great bird. <laughs> And yeah. uh, you're also a big fan of uh, puffing the puffing the puffing the ganja. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. I call you a ganja fama. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, everyone, I thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our non-bird birding podcast. Sometimes it's it's kind of like shadow boxing that's kind of what we were doing you know instead of having an opponent we were shadow boxing so then next time when we do see birds we'll be really ready you know in some bird watching academies um in like south america and stuff they won't even let you like go outside until you've been studying it for three years yeah that feels like a real fact to me uh anyway it's such a specific number (laughs) all right well anyways uh vote charlie mitchelson for oakland city council Oh, yeah, we're looking at his sign right now, Charlie Mickelson. He's got a great sign, nice, clean design. And Mayor Libby Schaff endorses him, so think about that. All right, we're going to drive now. Uh, Jesse's car is idling, and it smells like gasoline, and I'm feeling lightheaded. <laughs> but, uh, Roll for, down your window. For Jesse, wow, it does smell like gas. For Jesse and Thomas, just want to say thanks for listening, and uh, keep on birding. And actually, I have a postscript here, so I got to interrupt the music real quick. Uh, I want to explain the title here. Uh, Poison OAK actually refers to Poison Oak that uh, I got from this. Got big old rash that lasted about a week. And uh, I'll have some uh, Poison Oak tips up there on the website in case you're curious about how to identify it and avoid it yourself. Uh, but actually, the best way is to just stay inside. And if you uh, need your fix of the nature and birds and all that, you can just listen to the podcast. All right. Uh, see you next time, birders. Bye.